thanks so much uh, for joining us for another edition of the Arms Boom and Lag Project. This is episode 33. If you're listening to the podcast after the fact or watching the reroll on YouTube, this is Windsor Essex show to talk. This is not a talk show. This is a show to talk about some good stuff that is happening here locally with some great people that are my guests each and every week. And again, this is episode 33. So hard to believe we've been doing this for 33 episodes, but we're happy to do it. We're broadcasting live this evening from the beautiful town of Amherstburg at the Little Heart Social Studios aka my home office. My name is Arms. Glad to have you along for the ride today. And we've got lots to talk about tonight as we are just a few days from the season of Halloween, Halloween weekend coming up this weekend. And we got a great couple of guests that are going to be joining us here over the next little bit. So happy to have them on the program. Actually honored to have some good friends of mine on the program this evening. Uh, a couple of things to get to as we usually get to on the program in terms of things you may have missed. Last week, we talked to Professor Zah himself, Dean Litster from Armando's Pizzeria here in Amherstburg, doing some incredible things for pizza. Uh, one of our well-known dishes here locally. That's up on Spotify and YouTube. And then my good friend, Alexandria Fisher from uh, Family Respite Services here in Windsor-Essex, who are doing awesome things uh, in regards to helping families provide, um, I would say, a bit of a break or a sense of normalcy to the everyday for families who need it here locally. So they're working on the Saltz Family Respite Home and they definitely need some support as they head into the holidays. So we're going to talk to Alexandria about that fundraising initiative that is coming up next week on the project. And then we got some really cool guests coming up as we round out the year. Uh, I had an email come in earlier this week saying, are you going to actually be doing some shows during the holiday season? Yes. We are going to wrap up this season of the Arms Women Like Project season one with my wife coming on, Carrie, as the final guest of 2021. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that'll be, I think, a few days before the New Year's uh, rings in at the end of 2021. And what a weird year again it's been. But it'll be a good uh, stretch of guests before we get to that point. So my guests this evening are coming to us live from uh, a place that I've driven by many times. Uh, and up until the last month, I had a chance to actually visit the place. Uh, it's a fantastic focal point for local tourism and great beer here in the Windsor-Essex area. Uh, GL Heritage Brewery, and uh, they are live from there this evening as they continue to get ready for what is going to be, mark my words, one of the best Halloween events Windsor and Essex County has ever seen. No pressure. Joining me on the program today is uh, Glenn and Kim Greenwood, some good people that I am happy to reconnect with. Uh, how many cans of beer are you already in, Mr. Greenwood? I'm going I'm to go back off of what you said. No pressure at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're probably like, bastard like yeah, I know. Yeah. I know <laughs> no, we talked I, earlier about the swearing i really wanted to swear at you right there <laughs> <laughs> well i i gotta first of all god bless you guys for spending some time with me tonight and um i know we're gonna hopefully get jen who is the uh one of the owners of uh the brewery to on at some point tonight which would be fantastic but um i i, I gotta get yeah i i want you to know that i you know i it's not necessarily pressure, but I know what you're capable of. I've known you for almost 20 years. And from a professional standpoint, if it wasn't for you, I probably would have never got my foot in the door at what was then a channel. So I know what you're capable of on a, in a, on a work lens and in a, in, in a production lens um, because of our shared schooling at Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts. So um, I don't think you have anything to worry about. I know Kim's going to keep you on the straight and narrow. And um, this is... Let's talk about this because this is you love Halloween. This is one of the bigger events that's hopefully going to make an impact in the Windsor Essex area. Um, tell me how you got started with the Devil's Masquerade, which is coming up with the Saturday at uh, GL, right? Yeah, yeah, this Saturday from five to nine at GL. 
as far as getting into doing the devil's masquerade or any event it just comes from the love of the season just everything about halloween the spooks the creeps the candy the atmosphere the cooler air it just there's people and i know whoever's watching or listening you can relate to this you just you get that feeling that you just want to have fun and enjoy the extra lights the extra makeup the extra be who you've always wanted to be. It's your time of year to be who you want it to be because you can't go walking through the mall dressed up as Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or anything. But you, can. you could, yeah, you, you could. could, but they'd kick you out pretty quickly. I mean, and I, I would, yeah. <laughs> but you get judged pretty quickly, so that that's why I love Halloween. You can get your inner child out or your inner creep out or your inner fears. Nothing is better than releasing that and to do the devil's masquerade is hopefully providing that for the people that are attending dress up dress your dogs up dress your kids up dress your wife up or don't dress her up and leave her home it doesn't matter like just come <laughs> have fun enjoy yourself with the inner child that's still in you and enjoys the season the smells the scents the fears and the creeps and i think it's so crucial too and i think both Len and Gim, you guys can talk about this too. I think, you know, it's been a weird couple of years. I, I, I always preface this in, on the show. Um, I know certainly it's been a tumultuous time for folks. It's been a hard time for a lot of folks too. Uh, God willing, you know, uh, it seems to be that things are on the up and up in terms of, you know, people feeling a little bit more safe to get out. Right. Um, I also maintain that I think the area locally for the, for the amount of years I've done different types of events, even hosting stuff, um, there's there's a hunger for it, right? Uh, people want to do things. They they may not say feel safe to go travel stateside, or they don't want to go up the 401 somewhere. They want to do something with their kids. Like even when you guys came to me and said, "Hey, we we'd like to do this event for the Humane Society," um, you know, some of the feedback I got initially when we talked about it on social media was was pretty cool because people are like, "Yeah, you know what? We we want to do something for Halloween. It's not necessarily on Halloween night, but it's on the night before." So. I can still really absorb, again, like you said, Glenn, that theme of the season, but also enjoy not just one night going trick-or-treating, exactly. kind of have that lead up to the big night. Yeah, and it's not taken away from the night of. No. So like the night of Halloween, there's, there's parents and people and couples and friends that Halloween night is their night to do something at a house party or a get-together or something. Or like, well, we go to my parents' place and we set up their garage and I walk around in my clown outfit and I chase people up and down the streets. So Halloween night for me is to do that, scare the crap out of people. So to having it <laughs> before Halloween is kind of good because then it doesn't pull away from that. Sure, so sure. you're, well, that, you're right. Parents can come out on devil's night to see us and still be able to take their kids out trick or treating on the actual Halloween. Exactly. And they get to support local too. Um, I mean, there's lots, lots we're going to talk about with Glenn and Kim. If you're just joining the show, you can comment in the live feed. Uh, they're great folks to deal with. We got lots of ground to cover tonight, but the first thing we wanted to touch base on is the Devil's Masquerade, which is happening this Saturday uh, at GL Heritage Brewing, right just before you hit the Little White Church on uh, Howard in the town of Amherstburg. And we'd love to see you there. That website for more details and to find some great local beer, as Kim takes a sip, is uh, glheritagebrewing.ca. Um, one of the things I wanted to, t to talk about this particular event too is like you said it, Kim, it's a chance for people to come check out the brewery, see something that's local, 
but also support the Humane Society, which we'll get to that in a second, because I know you guys have a really deep connection to animals as well. But you're right, it's it's supporting local. And I was blown away because um, this is something I know that we talked about before too, is that you know Jen and the team at GL uh, graciously stepped in at a certain point to guide the Amherstburg Farmers Market to where the potential could be, correct? I mean, this is where that sort of partnership came came into play. Absolutely. The, the, the amount of heart that the brewery has here, uh, all owners, all workers, people that attend here, come here, enjoy the beer. It's, it's amazing how much they back the community with an event like this, let alone the farmer's market with Kim volunteers at, and she sees it. Go ahead. You see it every weekend with Jen and the amount of time she puts in to make sure it just yeah. happens. It's a it's crazy if you watch her just be here, be there, be here, be there, and just everything just comes together. And it shocks me almost every weekend that everything's in its place and where it needs to be at the right time. And it's grown huge since it was at the Little White Church and it came here. It's grown from like 10 vendors a week. And I think last weekend we had 34. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you guys invited me out to the brewery uh, a couple weekends ago to check it out, I think it was Thanksgiving weekend-ish. Yeah. I think it was Thanksgiving weekend. I snuck away and uh, was able to to take a look at it. And again, I, I drove by all the time um, and I would drive by on a Saturday and I'd see the cars and I'd be like, oh, this is cool that they've absorbed the farmer's market. But it became, and it has become, a destination for folks here locally as a point of reference, right? Because I think that was the beauty of the Little White Church when it was at the Little White Church. I mean, back when I was on the air at CKLW, we used to talk about it often. Hey, just go to Little yeah. White Church, right? Now you just say, go to the kick-ass brewery, right? <laughs> like, just go to the brewery and check it out. But it's given people a focal point, I think, for Amherstburg and surrounding areas to come and then have that local flavor to it. And you said like 30 plus vendors last weekend, and you get to form those relationships and you get to see some local products too. And uh, it goes back to when we were there, too. I mean, you guys introducing to me to some of the vendors that are going to be there on uh, this upcoming Saturday about that passion for local in Windsor-Essex that's there that you're not going to get from a big box place. And that was actually that was actually secured for them to come to the event that day that you were there. <laughs> yeah. Like that wasn't spoken about prior to that. But like Catherine from the pantry and David Richard from uh, Acorn and Oak, they're so passionate about doing it. It's that's that's the neat thing. I, I'll drive out on the mornings when she's volunteering just to come out and see the vendors that she has introduced me to. Rita's introduced me to and Jen's introduced me to Kelly's introduced me to. And it's just that whole little community on a Saturday morning here. It's like a community within a community with GL and the farmer's market. And it's just it's a family feel. Yeah. And they all treat you the like your family and it's nice it's comforting and there's the same vendors so the vendors do change there's like 10 12 that are the same every week and then the other vendors can change um but they're all local which is amazing um but we start to see the same faces every saturday coming to the market whether it's rated right 8.30 when it opens or whenever, you just see the same faces and people bring their dogs, which is awesome. I get to know the dogs and the dogs' names. Oh, yeah. 
She comes home and tells me, yeah, so-and-so is leaning against my leg today. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and that's what I got. I, I mean, we got, we got so much ground to cover here on the show. I want to talk about the dog aspect too. And another cool initiative business that you guys are involved in. Uh, let's go to some of the comments though. Eric commenting on Facebook, our good buddy from Ice on Windsor. He says, Hey guys, gals. Hi everybody. When is the last Amherstburg Parker farmer's market this season? Um, should be coming up soon, right? The scheduled last farmer's market is this Saturday, Devil's Night, just before our event. Yep. So it's your last chance to experience before 2022 season, right? Yes. Hi, Eric, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> What's going um, on? <laughs> Eric Eric also comments and says, uh, love the show. Keep it up, guys. Looking forward to it. And he says also, thank you. Um, so we appreciate that. Eric, thanks for watching and thanks for my on Windsor support as well. Exactly. Um, I appreciate yeah, it. I think it's huge. And, um, you know, in terms of the actual event, you know, running in terms of the concept and all that kind of stuff that's happening. You talked about your love of Halloween, why you love doing it. Run down for people what they can expect when they come to the Devil's Max Grid. <laughs> you know, that's all in perspective there, Arms. Um, uh, setting up tonight, we have tons of lights, uh, fog machines, a very nice visual effect. So even pulling in off the road, coming in off Howard, you're going to see tiki torches lining the front of the brewery. That's going to be flamed and it's going to be lit up nice. And it's going to give you that whole haunted house feel without people jumping out at you and scaring you. Unless customers tend to do that. Maybe might happen. For him, <laughs> yeah, he'll be but, in full costume going back one like this. Oh, right? I, I have I switched between 12 costumes throughout the night. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I think I saw a few, uh, when I came over the other day oh, with yeah. some surprising on the on the shop floor at your place, too, right? <laughs> yeah, Which is they're everywhere. <laughs> I mean, that goes back honestly, that goes back for as long as I've known you, man. I mean, we used to do back in 2009 the um, zombie crawl. The zombie crawl when we used to do that in West Windsor during you know Spicoli's and hurricanes. Yeah, and we get on the school bus and just. Uh, I remember you walking down Sandwich Street in your Batman outfit. <laughs> yeah, that was last week. Lost. <laughs> do you remember that Caesar yeah. was lost? We couldn't find Caesar, the guy who was dressed up as Caesar. Yeah, yeah, and we, we couldn't find him. Bus to leave and Batman. I'll get him. <laughs> Everybody's on the bus. I'm like, I, I they um. What was the uh, uh, Christian Bale Batman, right, from the Dark yes. Knight trilogy? So I'm like, I'm like, I'll get him. I'm running up. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, have you seen Caesar? <laughs> meanwhile, this guy's over at Spicoli's having a few. He's like, what? we got to get on the bus. <laughs> you can talk on the bus and all your black makeup around your eyes oh, were yeah. down to your cheek. <laughs> Which is funny because you know what? Okay, so you know in Batman's cowl, because we're going off the rails here, but that's fine. Batman's cowl, when Batman, like Michael Keaton did it, right? When Michael right. Keaton was Batman, he'd have the black around his eyes. Right. And then when he took off the mask, he didn't have the black, right? And there was no Batman on screen that did the whole black around his eyes, with the exception of Robert Pattinson for the new Batman film, right? Like, like the one that's coming up in March 2022. In the trailers, he pulls it off and he's got the mascara around his eyes, right? right. So anyways, a little bit of a nerd moment there. Nothing has changed in the last 10 years, as you can see. So. <laughs> Just a bit, just a bit. Uh, back to the comments here. Right, yes. Did you sing karaoke the one night? Yeah, that's right. You guys karaoke. did karaoke at the Victoria Tavern too. Yeah, I, I think yeah. we got kicked out. So. Yeah, we did get kicked out. Yeah, that's right. We, we might have got kicked out, but that was a good time. That's when we kind of did. Um, 
it was old Walkerville into West Windsor, right? Like we had yeah. we had a couple of different places. That was those yeah. good times. Yeah, Matt Matt took care of us at the Vic, but uh, we got kicked out for some reason. I think it was Scully, probably. I think so. Yeah, it was just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good old Chris, man. But um, back, back for here, we have the yeah. entertainment. We have an aerial artist that'll be out back. She has a thirty foot tall rig, and uh, Erica Johnson from yep. Starlight Studios. Ooh, I remembered it. Um, she does the aerial acts that is to do with the silk hanging down. She's bringing a crew of, I think four, three or four. And if you, if you get the chance to search her on Facebook, search her on, it's amazing the work she does. Like she's very entertaining. And from what she, we met just last weekend, Friday for a site visit here. And she explained to me what her and her, I forget what she crew? called them, minions or something. She yeah. said it was fun. She says she explained the whole act and I, I got chills. I'm like, this is going to be neat. So it's like a theatrical act, let alone just spinning from the rig. She's she's going to have them come through the brewery. And so it's going to be a whole act thing instead of just focused on one spot. That's we're, awesome. Yeah, we're gonna, we have another gentleman that's coming and I really don't want to say too much about him. Only reason being is because he is off the charts with the act that he does. He is 15 years in the business and I would say he is Hollywood quality, the way that he does his stuff. And yeah, it's, I wanna keep them guessing with Eric. That's all I'll say. Yes, there's Eric and Erica, <laughs> but Eric, you guys will not be disappointed by the way this I don't even, gentlemen, like he's just, it's amazing. The stuff he does, he's so seasoned in the Halloween field, the entertainment circus acts kind of thing that, yeah, it's, it's off the charts. So you've got the roaming buskers. They're going to be doing their thing. You've got the earliest who's got her show. That's going to be happening too. You've obviously got the beer available for purchase from uh, GL. That's going to be, you know, available. People can go in, and we got to reiterate that for the folks who might be listening to this after the fact or joining us in the live stream. Um, you you will need your proof of vaccination to go inside. Absolutely, right? yes, you yes. It's the regular COVID rules. It's still sure. standing for the event that night. It's just like going out for dinner at wherever you want the Pepper Cat. You go out there for dinner. You still got to show proof of vaccination to sit inside. Yeah. And have a dinner or have a drink or have a beer. And then you got some really great eats too, before we even get to even the stuff that's going to be further out outside, but you got some really great food that's going to be available for purchase for people to pick up locally too. Oh. Yeah. So at long last egg rolls, will be here with their food. Amazing. I've never been disappointed when we've had their food. Um, so they do basically gourmet egg rolls, gourmet appetizers stuff. Yeah, style. Yeah. Um, and there is a vegetarian option and they do a dessert option as well, which is never a disappointment. Always amazing. We've actually shared their menu on Hag Customs page on Facebook that shows the full menu they're going to have for that day from breakfast with the farmer's market to the devil's masquerade. Cause they're going to be here all day. They're going to be here for the farmer's market until the end of the evening for the masquerade too. That's awesome. And I saw some of their, uh, I know GL posted on their Facebook page, um, some of the food that they cook up and it looks good. 
Oh, like it looks, it looks really good. And actually, a buddy of mine who's coming out to the, I'm going to say party this, this Saturday night. Yeah. He's like, dude, there's going to be food. I said, oh yeah, there's going to be food. Like, oh, it's going to be good and, food. <laughs> and it's going to be good, right? And it pairs well with the beer that GL has as well. Well, and then then we're going to have the. Uh-huh. I love this. The pantry. Catherine sweets the stuff that she makes at the pantry. Yep. Like, I'm not a sweets guy. She can contest to this. But she makes these scones that I would drive out to the market in the morning, hungover, just to get the scones. <laughs> and a coffee from Acorn and Oak. And it would make my Saturday. Make the hangover feel better, too. But Acorn and Oak's coffees, I believe, they might give me crap for this. But one of them is going to be having warm hot chocolate. Out of a crock pot, so which is going to be nice having a nice hot chocolate too. If you're not drinking beer for the evening, cool, coffee or a hot chocolate, nice pastry, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, cookies. Exactly. Um, There's going to be a variant of things, but the main food, yes, the main food is going to be from at long last the gourmet appetizer stuff. Yeah. Yes, that's going to be good. Popcorn. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The popcorn machine. We're going to have free popcorn for- To go with the movie. Yeah. Which is going to be pretty awesome. I mean, the fact that you guys have invested in the equipment to make this happen too, and we got to tell people about this because I know with Hag Customs, your design print company that you guys do, uh, among other endeavors that you have, which we'll get into as well, but you've when you guys were like, we're doing this event, we want the Humane Society to be the benefactor of it. And then all of a sudden, I know you guys are getting a 24-foot screen you're playing what is sort of the quintessential Halloween movie for kids and families alike. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, right? <laughs> we have, sorry, we have our executive producer coming in and handing us sheets. <laughs> Stop. Okay. I'll read this one first. The pantry will have hot chocolate for sale with their goodies. Nice. Um, at long last, Egg World <laughs> also has at long last, we'll have the egg rolls, wraps, and nachos. Nice. And dessert. okay, so all, all sorts of good stuff for people to absorb and on my, top of the popcorn. Mine says, Make sure you put pineapple on pizza. <laughs> well, we can talk about that too, right? <laughs> No, this one says you have to have proof of vax, obviously, to enjoy the beer drink inside. Inside, yeah. Correct. Inside the actual the area. Otherwise, you're going to enjoy the outdoor space because we're going to have a tent outside with a couple heaters. So it's... Decorations, smoke, lasers, the 24-foot screen before yeah. Christmas. What yeah. a great way to have the kids come out um, and, and have the animals come out too. I think that's something that uh, yep. I know I've certainly heard on Facebook too, is like, this is cool that we can bring out our, our kids. We can enjoy ourselves responsibly and bring also bring out our, our fur friends as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we actually, if it was my choice, I'd do this for just the dogs and the cats <laughs> and just have those out in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but so when, when are you guys going to run the movie? Like, it, cause I know we were talking about this. It gets dark a little bit earlier, but, but you, it's not going to be right at six, uh, right at five, right? Not right at five. No, absolutely not. Well, especially if it's a, if it's a sunny day, fingers crossed that it's a sunny day. Um, probably about quarter to seven, it starts getting enough, dark enough that we can fire up the projector and keep it going. But we're, we're thinking around seven o'clock. 
like the movie Nightmare Before Christmas is an hour and 48 minutes and 13 seconds. So if it runs from 7.30 or closer to the end, we'd like to run it earlier because I know- For the kids. Yeah, exactly, kids. If they're coming earlier, right? Bedtimes, the so on, but we're kind of limited with the, the daylight end of it. Daylight. Show it on the screen, but. As yeah, soon as we're going to put it on. <laughs> yeah, the forecast on I checked on Saturday looks like it's going to be about uh, twelve fifty four Fahrenheit and cloudy skies. So hopefully that'll add to a little bit of the darkness on oh, um, yeah. a little bit of overcast. Yeah. So we got the free popcorn, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, you got the good good drinks from GL, great food from uh, At Long Last, and then uh, Humane Society. Right? Tell me why you guys decided to team up with us this year for it and. Um, the love of dogs, because I know that you've got three fur babies that you guys absolutely adore. Well, first off, we picked the Humane Society because you told us to. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a bit of that. I'm like, hey, you're doing this thing? You I still got diversion from the headlock. Yeah, you should be doing it for us. No, no. I, I, you know, I knew you guys did this last year in 2020, right? I, I, an iteration of it. It wasn't this particular event, but you did something. Right. And yeah, we tried to do it last year. The streets, creeps, and critters. Yeah. But the COVID thing, it just made a whole... It was tough. Yeah, kabobbling. It was tough. We, we tried to spread it out too far, downtown Amherstburg, and then we did the one thing here on Halloween night, which still turned out well. You guys still... We turned out well for Humane Society. Yeah, and we had our best night of those four nights, the here. night we were yeah. here, which is why... We came back. We asked if they would help us out with it again this year. Yeah. But as far as as far as picking the Humane Society, it's like a no-brainer for her and I. We, uh, yeah, our little turds at home, Bugsy, Oliver, and Cash—they're just—they're our life. They they make us mad, <laughs> but they just—they make us laugh, and they're our family. Yeah, and we know that there's a lot of people out there that their pets are their family. That's if they can't have kids, or if their kids have left the house there you know you still have the the puppers or the cats or the hamsters or the and we know skunks. our dogs have a really good life they're mildly spoiled um that's okay but not all animals are that lucky so yeah. if we can help animals get into a situation where they are as lucky as our dogs we're all over it yep yeah yeah it, it's pretty incredible i know um Jeez, if we rewind the clock, gave me 10 years, you know, back 2010. I know you guys were around when I adopted my dog originally. Um, and I had my dog with me for a while before I had to give him up to my parents when I started working double duty at, uh, at CK, uh, CK, uh, CKLW and CTV. Right. But I know, you know, my parents had the, the big Alaskan Malamute um, Husky uh, Gladiator and he had passed in the last couple of years. And then Benson just, my dog passed the last couple of years to, or last couple of months, I should oh, say. No. Yeah, he was getting older, right? So my parents made the decision, you know, his quality of life was pretty declining, right? So, um, but it, he just brought, you guys are right, it, it brings, animals bring so much joy to folks and, uh, I think I think from a humane society lens, we've certainly. I mean, I've only been with officially with the group since April, but um, you know, just to hear some of the stories come out from our staff uh, about folks who are really struggled during the initial por portion of this messed up pandemic yeah. situation. You know, yeah. like hey, you guys have each other, right? So I know we tease each other, but you guys were all locked in with each other <laughs> when everything went down. I mean, I've got my wife, and I've got 
you know, my son, God bless him. And, you know, but I think about like my, my grandma, uh, Mumsy, you know, she yeah. was essentially alone. And I think about, you know, how difficult that must be for folks on top of the stressors that people had to endure in the early days. And certainly even now, as we're in the month, whatever it is, 19 of the pandemic, it's like you hear these stories about, you know, us as an organization not being able to keep dogs and cats, right. uh, which is a good problem to have um, at our facility. But you also start to hear about, you know, the media starts to say, oh, well, everyone's returning the dogs and cats because they're uh, getting back to normal and they don't have time. And it's like, no, that's not the story. The story is and should be how have animals benefited folks who suffer from mental health issues and mental wellness and help them really stay connected to some sort of connection through this insanity of 19 months. Right. And I, and I, and I, me as a former broadcast guy and Glenn, you being in the business too. I mean, I know we, you struggle with that sometimes with sort of that spin sometimes of, I'm going to say the, the BS sometimes where it's like, yeah, okay, we're right. trying to get negative, negative, negative. And it's like, no, the real story is like, find somebody who's really benefited. And I, I could even give you a list of folks that I know that have done very well and continue to thrive because of those connections they found with the animals. Right. I think it's an, it's an amazing connection. And I think people, I think if you know, you know, but if you're not familiar and some people aren't animal lovers and that's fine, but you well, can, that was the thing. They got to be receptive to it as well, right? For sure. For yeah, sure. We'll, right. We'll look at that as, as a responsibility instead of an actual connection with the animal. And if they look at it more of a, a responsibility, then it becomes a burden. Then they don't spend as much time with them. And then that's when they end up not coming back, right? Huh. Coming back to our shop. And I think you hit the nail on the head, right? It's a responsibility and it's a sacrifice that you have to make, right? Because it's not like. For a lot of folks, I know people who want dogs, it's not like you can just sometimes pick up and go, no, right? Or get out of Dodge. You've got to think about that. It's almost like having a child, right? Yeah. Um, well, get to a few comments here before we continue our train of thought. Uh, Glenn and Kim Greenwood from Hag Customs, also the organizers of the Devil's Masquerade on the show with us today. I really did strong arm Glenn to do No, I'm just kidding. Somebody's messaging. It's like, really, did you? I'm like, no, I didn't. Actually, they were very gracious to say, hey, we want to do it. Can you help us out? And I, I you know, talking to our exec, Melanie Coulter, she said, 100%. So here we are on the cusp of things to come. Debbie says, uh, hey, where exactly is the market held? We love Debbie. I know she picked up some mugs from us too. Um, I don't know. Um, you want to answer this one there, Kim, for a kind of a point of reference for Debbie? It's in the JL Heritage Brewing Company parking lot. Um, every Saturday from 8.30 till 1.30, with this weekend coming up being the last scheduled one for the season. Right at the end of Howard Avenue. At the end of Howard Avenue, you will see it before you hit the Little White Church. I don't remember the address offhand. No. Eight to Jen. <laughs> She's hiding in the back. <laughs> there we go. Boom. Amherstburg Farmer's Market. Jen, Jen virtually. Thank, Thank you. you, Jen. There you go. 8728. You know, Debbie, honestly, it's I, I always say point of reference. It's just before the Little White Church on Howard. You can't miss it if you're driving towards the Little White Church it's on the right hand side. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jen and the team and Glenn and Kim, they do a great job of having big signs, uh, flags. You can't miss it. You'll notice the buzz as you and get closer to it. All the cars parked up and down both sides. Yeah, of the yeah. exactly. Exactly. So it's going to be a good night. Um, you know, I, I got to give a quick shout out to some of our sponsors, some of the folks oh, that I work with. On a couple. We're going to do that. We have to do that. Yeah. Well, I just, I, I want to say thank you to these guys. I mean, uh, first of all, big shout out to my buddy, Corey Baldwin from Royal Page Binder. Corey is taking the lead to offer presenting 
uh, sponsorship for this. So that allows more money to come back to the Windsor Essex County Humane Society after costs. So we appreciate Corey Baldwin. Also shout out to my friend, Sarah Mitchell, Sue Bondi and uh, Margina uh, DeRose, who are also Royal Page agents who have all come on board to say, hey, you know what? We want to support taking the And you know what the, the, the one theme to this with all of these folks was like, I asked, I put up the call and I said, I need some folks to help me out with this if you want to sponsor. And they said, yeah, here's a couple of things. We all have dogs and cats. They all have animals that they love. Uh, a couple of them actually adopted from us. And then they all love Halloween. So it was like, check, check the boxes, right? Um, but without their support, honestly, we could not be able to uh, make this event sing and, and certainly be a success. And then a shout out to uh, a good friend of mine, Chuck Roy. Uh, Chuck was able to get us some gift cards for our costume contest. That's something else that folks need to look forward to as well, right? Yep. Sorry, I was drinking a beer. I <laughs> got you off guard. <laughs> yeah, the costume contest, that's uh, that's something that people are going to look forward to. We have best overall. Yep. Um, best couple. Best couple, most unique. Not Most unique not DIY, store not store-bought. Yeah. Bought. yeah. Um, and and then kids costume. Best kid. Yep. And sponsorship for the prizes, like you said, and also Waterfront Ice Cream helped us out with the uh, prizes. Uh, Dog Days of Summer, they're helping out with the entertainment. Kellic Epoxy, they're helping out with the entertainment. Who else we got in there? I mean, the brewery's not charging us. Bugsy's Bark Shop, she's oh. helping out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say too. Uh, dog treats or homemade dog treats, what are actually meant are uh, made from spent grains from here, which is kind of neat. Yeah, that's something I th I think is pretty cool because I I didn't know Kim you were doing this either until I came by the shop the other day to pick up a few things for the Humane Society and um, here you are slaving away in the kitchen and I'm like, what are you doing? You're like, I'm making dog treats. I'm like, well, what are you feeding Glenn? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. But I said no. But I said, yeah, the and the blender. That's. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, you know, it's my dog treats. They're they're person grade ingredients. You I can, have. He's not the only one. Yeah. Um, that's why I love making them, because there is nothing in them that you can't pronounce. Yeah. There's no additives, no anything. Oh, that's and, and this is all like local stuff, right? And this is some of the ingredients you yes. get from GL as well. You get the grains from GL and then when they're in season with the vendors at the market, I will buy some fruit and stuff from them that I use. Um, from the but market. Everything's bought, any fruit or vegetable that's in it is bought fresh the day or two before I use it to cook. Nice. So dogs are pretty happy with them. That's <laughs> oh, very cool. And you can find them on Facebook too, and you'll have some samples, I guess, uh, for the first 80 through the gates on Saturday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't want to spoil it for folks too, but you know, it is costume for adults and, uh, true. This is a true story here on the show. Um, so when I originally, uh, had the opportunity to hang out with Glenn and Kim many moons ago, um, Glenn was always, uh, Glenn's Batman was nightmare before Christmas. You know, in that sense, like he loved and he still does. And I thought, OK, yeah, cool. Disney, whatever. Lo and behold, this is before I met my, my wife. Uh, huge Nightmare Before Christmas fan. She gets me into it. My son, Liam, obsessed. Last year we, we went all out. And then I actually dug this out of storage for this Saturday. 
Oogie Boogie. Uh, so this is like the legit Oogie Boogie costume. This is the one I went like. Liam was like at first terrified, but then he was like, "Oh, my dad is cool." <laughs> so uh, I, I, I'm gonna. I, I mean, I'm gonna wear it for style and a nice tie into the movie on Saturday. But I'm also going to wear it for comfort because, uh, again, mask. You know, when we're wa- people are walking around, we ask them to wear in the masks, right? And I you're also- kind of proud of it. What's that? And you're kind of proud of it. Oh well, I am very proud. I mean, it's very comfortable too. People are like, "Oh man, it must be." It's a very. It's like we're wearing a giant snuggie. It's great. Um, and, and, you can, and can you can wear your diaper without anybody seeing it too, right? <laughs> So one of the main reasons why I tell you, <laughs> once you're in, you're in. That's it. Exactly. That's it. But no, we want people to dress up and 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 get into the Halloween spirit when it comes to this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like you're saying, Liam loves it, and my dad's cool. That was with the kids back in the day. Same thing. We'd sit around and we'd do their face makeup, and we'd scare each other throughout the house, and we'd chase each other from floor to floor. The three kids chasing me, she'd be hiding downstairs. We turn the lights out and she'd get so mad because the lights are out and he got all of them running trying to scare her, but she's sitting in the same spot. <laughs> but it's the kids, they just enjoy it. They just, it's all heart with them. You're right. And it could be May and this would be happening. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's year round Halloween at our place. You know that. I know. And it's, I mean, that's, it's, I tell people, right. And we, we've talked about that since we've reconnected too. It's, it's, right. it's, it's the, the memories you make, right. It's so crucial to, to have those and to, I mean, I, I'm still learning too, as I, sometimes I'm, I got enough balls in the air with all the different stuff I've got going on in any given day. But, you know, sometimes you just take that deep breath and say, okay, like this is time that I'm investing that I'm going to make memories with. And it doesn't have to be anything extravagant. It can just be like you said, playing games or chasing yep. or yep. whatever it may be, which is, I think certainly from a pandemic standpoint too, I think it's so crucial for, I think a lot of folks, and I think probably in your guys circle, you've probably heard this even with your family too. It's just, it's been um, an opportunity for people to reassess. Right. 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 And, and, and some people financially are able to kind of make those pivots. Um, some people are not. Some people kind of reassess what's important, what makes them, you know, Glenn, you and I were saying, what makes you go to bed at night feeling happy? Exactly. Um, or at least excited for what's to come. And yeah. I think the world has lost a lot of that in the last four or five years leading up to the pandemic. And I, I think that's where you're starting to see a lot of folks reassess about, and you guys know it. I mean, what's most important in life, right? Yep. Well, that's, that was the thing growing up. My mom always said to me, I say to you, whenever we get in little tufts or tiffles, you know, what's within your four walls is what should matter first, not your job. Not anything else. What's in your four walls, your immediate close four walls is what you should focus on. And if it makes you happy, stay in those four walls. Don't worry about what's happening outside those four walls unless you're going to work or you got a friend that has a problem or a family member that has a problem. Those four walls is your main focus. I think that's uh, it's great advice. Right. And I think it's it's not for the the day that we're in where this we're on these all the time. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, we continue to do it. And I said to somebody, I mean, when we started to reconnect too, I said, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky in, in my position now at the Humane Society where I'm very able to, um, I mean, crap, you go back 10, 15 years ago, if you would have said like, oh, I got to be home for dinner, I'd be like, you're crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, now like, no, I don't want to be bothered. What's next? What's next? Let's go do this. Now it's like, you know what? I'm, I need to be, I tell people I'm home for Liam's dinner, right? I am home to give him a bath. Yep. Um, and 
It may not be extravagant, but to me it is. And I, I as tired as I am, because God, we talked about that. I mean, being a parent is a whole other <laughs> responsibility, right? And it tires you out, but it's there's nothing like it, man. Like even before we went live on the show here, I was saying to Carrie, I'm like, is because I know everyone's like, oh, why do you do the show at eight o'clock? I go, my kid goes to bed at seven. But for whatever reason, he got home from daycare today and he was just thinking he was Spider-Man. So I'm trying to like get him to brush his teeth and he doesn't want to brush his teeth. So we're doing that whole thing. And I'm like, I got to go. Glenn and Kim are going to, you know, like, but then you sit down and you're like, yeah, right. It's another day. Well, now you know how we felt when you come over to our place before. (laughs) He wants to do something and go here and go there. Yeah. Well, you guys would have the kids, right? Like I would be like, like, I'd, I'd get off the air and be like. I'd be like, hey, let's go. What do you guys want to do? We want to go down to, uh, let's go down to rock and roll, get some wings. And, yeah. and now it's like, like people, like, first of all, I ain't answering the door, right? <laughs> Unless it's bland. Like, I am not answering the door. Like, it's funny. It's like doorbell rings. And it's like, Carrie and I are like, who the hell is that? Right. <laughs> Second of all, it's like, and honestly, like, you tell me one couple that doesn't do that. Like, I oh, know, like, for, you guys do it, right? But, well, you guys do it to me. And I tell you I'm coming over. But, um, <laughs> That's why we have the security cameras. <laughs> That's right. And you got the dogs. You let them go. But the dogs like me now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, true. <laughs> but no, it's true. Like, like we were on the couch a couple nights ago and I'm like, we're sitting there watching TV and there was like a late UPS package or something. And also yeah. the doorbell goes and I'm literally like, who the hell is that? I'm like getting up and I'm, like, I'm not answering the door, but, You're but like, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, forget it. Right. But yeah. no, it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, um, I don't know it's just it's a it's a different level of responsibility, but you're you're, you're blessed to have it, and you know exactly. you you, yeah. you learn from I learn from people like you, right? I look back at you know the times we spent with the kids, and um, you know I say to myself, you know, how can I make an impact like you know you guys did, you know, and how can I how can I kind of keep myself centered when all the craziness is going around, and it's it's a skill just like anything. Well, you right? See, you said it right there. You just answered your own question. How can I keep myself centered when all the craziness is going around? It's going around either way. Yeah, that's right. So you're in your own little center, anyways. That's right, and I think that's it. it makes you a. I think at the end of the day, it makes you a little bit calmer as a person too, right? And yes. when it's not just about me, it's about it's about your kid, right? You it's it. about the people you love. So, yep. uh, if you're just joining the show after the fact, I got two fantastic folks on the program with me tonight, uh, Mr. Glenn Greenwood and Miss Kim Greenwood. Uh, they are the owners of Hag Customs. What's that? So we're looking for the fantastic folks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're there. I promise you they're there. Um, I promise you they're there. And uh, listen, I've known them for over shit, 10 years uh, at least. Um, Glenn, somebody messaged, Somebody said to me, like, how do you know Glenn? And I said, well, I went to school with them, of all things. And they're like, really? Um, but that was back in the day before social media where we went to school. We were like, kind of like the last of the old breed at Specs Hour, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That was 2003, four, yeah, five. Yeah, because we got married in 09. Because I stayed after to do the media power upstairs, the advanced video editing stuff. Yeah, because you went, because actually Carrie asked me, she goes, well, how did you, like, she, she goes, well, how did you and Glenn kind of hook up? And I said, well, Glenn and I went to school at the same time, right. but the way they had, it was like radio or TV, and I did radio first and then you did tv and then got the more production side of things right yeah and then i did the radio after i did tv yes where i did the tv and then well you know you you were doing some pretty cool stuff because i know they flew you out you were doing all sorts of stuff out west yeah um 
and you were taking some kick-ass video and you got stories and you were doing some pretty cool shit. Um, but for me, I know I just, it is, you were doing cool shit. You were, you were, sorry, you were, uh, and you are, you are. Um, but for, for me, it's like, I, I went on to the, okay, I'm doing overnights at CKLW. Right. So I, you know, I do the, like you would tease me. You'd be like, come up for a beer. I said, I can't, I got to go in for midnights. And I'd go in at midnight and then I would wait until Mike and Lisa were there and Rob Sherville until about five 30. And then I'd start the morning show and then go home, get a couple hours of sleep and then cross the border and do the gig again. So, um, but it's funny. And then we just reconnected as things go. And like I said, you were the, you guys were the reason I honestly got my foot in the door at a channel. Well, um, the, the, the video end of things wasn't much more glamorous. It was a lot more time away. I would have rather stuck in the area so I could still see my friends still, you know, hang around with people. But when I was doing the video stuff, I'd fly out on Wednesdays or sorry, fly out on Mondays and I'd come back on Thursday and I'd get a couple days with the girls. Then I'd have to fly right back out to go shoot somewhere else. So it was a lot of time away, which I got a crap ton of experience and it was fun, but I wish I could have landed more down this way, but for the, what I was shooting for, no pun intended, there was nothing around here to be able to, hang out of helicopters and shoot water ski races on the Catal Catalina islands. That's like, awesome. you know, like you can't do that type of experience around here, but I wish I could have landed something closer. But you got the experience at the time, but then exactly. the girls are, the girls are young. Right. And you, yeah, exactly. I get that. I get that. Like now before 10 years ago, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, just do it. Who cares? But now I get it. Right. It's like, yeah, you can do the cool stuff, but you also want to be there for your kids. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, we, we should get to a couple comments. We'll continue on this thread here. Uh, we are coming up on 46 minutes and counting on this yeah. episode of the show. Goes by quick. People are like, we're going to talk for an hour. We're talking for an hour. And you uh, notice crap and not shit. I know. <laughs> I, sometimes when it's really cool, I'll drop an S. That's it. That's fine. I got no program director now. Um, no. <laughs> I, I'm the boss, except for Carrie. Carrie will kind of oh, ride me yeah, after this. Yeah. Watch your um, Our our buddy uh, Jen here. Uh, where did you get that Fast Eddie's arcade shirt? I need one for my son. Boy. So these shirts. Funny story about these. Um, you guys know uh, Art by the River here in town, right? Um, Brand Dead is the company. They're local, and they take old. I mean, we talked about this back in the days at the Hag Shop, right? Getting some old logos and tossing them on uh, shirts. Yep. Um, so I ended up just perusing them. They came up on my Facebook feed and I'm like, oh my God, Fast Studies. I used to go there when I was a kid, when it was on um, Riverside Drive. Right. So yes. I ended up picking up a couple of shirts. I wear them around the house and uh, they're pretty cool. So Jen, I will hook you up with the link on that. You can hook up those as well. Eric, that shirt rocks. Yeah. I mean, it was good times. I always said if I, if I won the lottery, I'd try to open up something oh, like yeah. that. I said that before. Like, I'd love to have that back. Fast Studies. That was oh. awesome there. I mean, we kind of had that here before the pandemic and that actually like, you know, first world problems here. One thing that kind of bummed me out was we just moved here in town in 2018. And then I know a lot of people may or may not know, but Liam, my son is immunocompromised, right? So we were really cautious to being around public spaces, right? Just because of his weakened immune system. So when things were starting to stabilize a bit, we we're just down the road from um, the fort. The fort. And yep. I'm like, you know me, guys, right? I'm like, oh, video games for sure, like for fun. And fucking pandemic closed them. Like, yep. I just devastating, yep. right? Um, oh, I miss that place too. We, we used to go down there quite often with the good friends of ours. We'd head down there all the time, at least yeah. once a week. For dinner. Twice a week. 
it's it was cool right i would drive by like when we first settled here in town i'd be like oh man they got like batting cages they were doing i think volleyball at one point too and during like yeah they had volleyball every thursday the tournaments yeah. the teams and laser yeah. tag and the video games and yeah. bowling it was neat. well here's my commitment to you if we have a strike it rich then we, we in this this craziness ends and we we open it up again all right deal okay. deal done uh back to the comments we go uh oh my god we love these folks don says love them love you guys that's it love you don donon are you at home watching the exorcist or no that's her favorite movie she the exorcist yeah when you talk about that she probably hates me now from talking about this but i post <laughs> up on her facebook all the time a picture of regan when her head's spinning yeah and, yeah. It and it gets her going and she swears at me it's fun it's like my halloween tradition now is to get don going <laughs> and she says jerk jerk exactly <laughs> Love you too, honey. <laughs> Jen back in the comments saying, you know, at last Lauren, uh, at la long last gourmet appetizers rock. They do. Looking forward to trying some of that food. Oh, we love this guy, Chris T Bear. Hi, guys. Oh, what's hey, up, Chris. brother? <laughs> Chris is watching the show. Um, JP Bonadonna, Glenn, I finally get a chance to thank you. So there you go. <laughs> JP, I think you, if I'm not mistaken, to kind of put, because this is what I love about Windsor, right? It's always like kept five degrees of Kevin Bacon, right? So I know yep. you worked with Jeff Burrow's dad to yep. do some pretty cool restoration for some drums. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. And yep. I think those drums ended up with some of the kids from those Leave Those Kids Alone. You got it. Yep. Right? Which are John Paul Bonadonna and Michelle Bonadonna. I worked with Michelle at AM800. They're kids. Yeah. Yes, Addy drum set. That was so much fun to do. That was so much fun to do. See, look at John. I already got you. I know I'm not that. I may be out of the business, but I know how everyone's connected. He goes, Glenn printed the Leave Those Kids Alone logo on the front of Addy's kick drum, working with John Burroughs. Yep. Um, selfish plug, I guess, kind of for for John and Jeff. Um, I've known Jeff through the media scene for a number of years through passing. Um, different events, fundraisers, all that kind of stuff. If, you know, he was working at Blackburn at the time. I was at Bell. Right. Um, and then he left Blackburn. I left Bell. Um, he was, you know, we'd go to him a lot at CBC for different things. And then I know him now through a mutual friend, Paul Slavic. And I really got to know Jeff from a friend lens. And I really mean it. I mean, he's probably, and you know this, Glenn and Kim, he's probably one of the most dedicated, heartfelt guys that this city has. And uh, when I saw that story about his dad doing this and I found out you're involved, it's like five degrees of, sep again, separation. It's like, holy crap, like everything comes yeah. full circle, right? And that must have been pretty cool for you to do that design too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, to well, working with John, you see where Jeff gets it from, <laughs> you know, and when we work with Brad too, which is the other boy, yeah. and we do stuff for him with his Cornhole games, we do prints for them, that that whole family is just full of heart. They're just full of commitment and community and everything. They're just, yep. they're just good people. Yep. And how can you not work with good people? So Eric says, Addy is awesome. Love watching your drum and the whole band rocks. So I'm going to put these people on the spot. And I put many people on the spot on my show. Um, I'm going to say to JP Bonadonna, who's watching, and hopefully Michelle, uh, message me. Let's get the kids on the show. Um, oh, wow. that'd be awesome. And have, them, and have them jam. You know, JP yeah. and Michelle can kind of talk about their time and – I'd love to have you guys on the show. So JP, if you're watching, message me. Let's make it happen. Um, hey, Debbie says awesome kids band. She, you know, Debbie's a longtime watcher of the show too. So, yeah, uh, 
Chris says awesome. Chris, we love you, man. Good times. Uh, the, the comments, for whatever reason, are just coming in fast and furious now. So let's get to a few more of them for folks talking to Glenn and Kim Greenwood here. Jen says, go get it, arms. Hey, you get some of your investors. Let's uh, let's get the fort up and running again. Um, yeah. She says, so sad. The fort was closed. It was a very cool spot to enjoy. Uh, Chris, love you guys, too. Um, so there you go. Uh, I'm just going through some of the comments here, but uh, we'll let them continue to roll in here. But, yeah, I just... Um, you know, as we continue to talk about, you know, bringing you guys on the show, some of the work you've done for community members like Burroughs and, you know, leave those kids alone for us at the Humane Society, too. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to say how much I respect you guys. I mean, you guys know that. I know we joke around, but how honored I was to have a very small part, very small part. I mean that in your kids lives and how much it meant to me to have an opportunity to one of the best photos I still have uh, is when you guys had the trailer at what was then Jellystone. Right. Uh, and I had all three of the kids on my lap and I think we were, I had an, I just came back from an AM 800 event cause I had an AM 800 shirt on. Yeah. And I remember I think it was reading a ghost story to Gabby and, Aiden, and I think Hannah was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, whatever arms, whatever uncle arms. Right. <laughs> You were either reading it or making it up. I can't remember because, like, they wouldn't get off your lap. No, he was telling the Harry stuff. Harry toe. Oh, Harry toe. Harry toe. I remember that, and Harry I remember. Toe. I remember Aiden was just like, yeah, like, <laughs> and then Gabby was just like hanging off every one of my words, and they're just, uh, you know, you guys probably hear it all the time, and I know you know it, but they were just amazing kids, and uh, you uh, know, we, I, yeah, we 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 know it, we feel it every day. We know yep. we appreciate what you did for us in that time yeah, and what the community did for us in that yes. time. And it, it's not forgotten and it's not pushed aside. And we honestly, we live with it every day. We miss them every day. We struggle every day with it, with missing those two little turds. We have Hannah that hangs around. She comes around. She bugs us, makes us angry. <laughs> Right. She's 19. She's now, 19. So, so it's going to oh, she's, she's got to do that to dad and mom, stepmom, right? So yeah, she's got to do it. I mean, that's a rite of passage, right? So we got we got our friendships. We have our supports. We have our family. And like I said earlier to you, buddy, you got your your four walls. When you focus on your four walls and you learn what you have and you appreciate what you have as far as your loving friends, family, dogs, <laughs> pets, cats, whatever. Yep. When you appreciate your four walls and what's in it. That'll get you through any little struggle, any big struggle, any little hurdle you got to jump over, big or small, because you got your support within your four walls. And then when you get that support outside those four walls, like you and our good friends and our yeah. family, keeps my, my my only regret is like not, and I know, and I'll be first to say, I know like we we fell out of friendship a bit um towards the end but i i maintain that you know life puts you in different positions to teach you something as difficult as it may be for, i mean from my side of things and uh some of the biggest kick in the ass will be the biggest blessings for you to kind of reframe and for me it was to take a step especially for me and my family to say it's not about the qua quantity of people in your life it is very much about the quality people in your life and when I, I still maintain the man upstairs or woman upstairs whatever you want to say 
put me with this opportunity with with Melanie and the team at the society. Right. Um, you know, and you guys, you know, we were kind of talking on Facebook and then it just like it's just like we didn't miss a beat after 10 years. Right. No. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I, I like I'm just I, I just I want you to know I, I've always had the most most respect for you and your families. And I think you guys I think nothing but the world of you guys. And, you know, what we were able to do was, I hope, some small token of something for you to say, you know, not to say that you're not alone, but, you know, I just, I just wish I could have done more. And all of us, I know from Heather, Norm, everybody who was involved, I know we wish we could have did more. So we know that we are thankful for everything that was done for us after the accident and everything we received from the community uh, support, everything possible that we would need. Love and messages. Yeah. yeah. So we will, we often do things um, through the business. Yeah and very quietly proceeds are donated to whoever needs them. Yep. So we do that to honor our children. Mm-hmm. Our kids loved dogs. <laughs> and so, Halloween. And Halloween. So this just made such perfect sense for us. But at the end of the day, a lot of the things we do aren't about Glenn and I. They're about honoring the kids and making sure they're proud looking down on us. Yeah. Anything we can to give back, we try and yeah. do it. Just God bless you guys. Why not? <laughs> well, I just think, I just remember all the times I'd come over to the shop after doing a six o'clock cast with Jimmy. And uh, I remember pulling in your driveway when you guys lived in South Windsor and yeah. Aiden would become running out in his Batman pajamas and say, I just saw you on TV. Yeah, and I'd, I'd pick him up and, pile drive them or something you yeah, know right. and then gabby would come out and be like i'll oh, give me the butter eyes and hannah give me give me a high five like yeah, oh, there's yeah. another, another photo i have of me doing i think skip rope jump rope in your driveway yeah, absolutely. yeah yes. I yep yeah. <laughs> just, they were just such good kids and uh you know i always yeah. knew in my heart like i wanted kids um and i never knew i would i never thought i would have the opportunity to so uh i think i would like to think a lot of that kindness that as you guys shown as parents is kind of rubbed off on me so I thank you. thank you. God bless you guys. That's all I got to say about that. So, a um, couple minutes left to go. We're going into overtime. You guys okay to stick around for a little bit longer? We're kind of rocking and rolling. Don't want to put sure. you on the spot. If you can't, that's fine. Okay. Um, comments are continuing to come in. We got one here from Lori saying, Love you, Glenn and Kim. Um, <laughs> hearts to you. Um, Chris, yeah, Chris was there a lot with the kids too, right? Um, oh, you know, Chris yes. says, Great memories, right? Um, and I think that's, that's, that's a big part. I know like your dad, Alan, uh, I got to know him very well and mom and Papa Greenwood too. Um, you know, just having that whole family vibe when, you know, you had friends and family over, it was pretty incredible to have that support system. And then, you know, all the lives that the kids touched too, it was pretty incredible. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. When we ever, when we had people over at the house at the whole place and in South Windsor there on Longfellow, anybody that come over that were good friends of ours, or came with good friends of ours, it was always showing the kids their family. You can, if you see this person out, go to them if you need help. Like, put the trust in people. Yes. That's the way we kind of tried to get them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, actually, I, I, I remember this all of a sudden a couple days ago because um, Liam is really into Batman, but he's super into Spider-Man right now. Like, loves Spider-Man. 
And he's getting to a point now where he's able to sit down and watch some of the older cartoons with me. And I remember this was a few days ago, and then it just kind of triggered a memory about Aiden and and certainly to an extent Gabby as well. But I remember you guys were celebrating an anniversary, something you guys, but you guys were going, you asked me to babysit because you guys were going down to somewhere downtown. I think it was just dugout or honest lawyers or something. something. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, you guys were. Just, it was a quick thing. It was kind of like, yeah, we're anniversary or something. Let's let's go. Can you come? And I said, okay, no problem. I'll come over. Is that, is that the time we came back and you were tied to the tree? <laughs> that that was probably one of the many times. But I remember. I, I remember. I, I I think Gabby and Hannah were just leaving to go to their mom's. Aiden was there, and yeah. I didn't have to put him to bed, but he was still <laughs> Chris. LOL. Yeah, Chris, you know those times, right? Um. I remember Aiden was just like, I remember I brought over some graphic novels of Batman and I remember just sitting there with him for like at least two hours, just talking like this is Two-Face and he's really this guy. And, and he was just like, he soaked it in. Yep. Oh, soaked it in like a sponge. And it's like, I remember how proud I felt. Cause I'm like, wow, this kid is like, you to be a little bit of a nerd like me and I like love it. Right. But I just, I just, I just remembered how inquisitive he was and, you know, I remember you guys coming home and he was just like, mom, and yeah. And I remember getting a text from Glenn like the next day saying, yeah, he just, as soon as he gets up in the morning. Da, 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 right? yeah. so, well, and I texted you, why did you teach him about Batman, not Superman? Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, little arguments now and then. <laughs> yeah. And then he, cause I remember we would always talk about like the different types of superheroes and right. who does what and, yeah, it's just a blessing. It, it honestly was a blessing. A um, couple more comments coming in. You know, Chris saying great memories. <laughs> Remember those very well. Uh, Jen, hey, these two are incredibly generous to the community on the regular. They give you so much back to so many causes, and we we appreciate them tremendously. So, hey, Jen, thanks for that comment too. Thanks. Yeah, it's great that you guys are able to you know give back and keep the memory of the kids alive, and uh, you know do something that you know the dogs can certainly other people's dogs can benefit from and hopefully to some extent cats and yeah. uh, also give you guys you know something to really continue to do that is very fulfilling for you guys both right and you know quite honestly like i've said many times coming on board it's like you know i've done lots of fundraising over the years for different organizations but how you build amazing things is you rely on the strengths and the talents of people and you let them do it like go for it and if there's any way i can assist right and through my channels then i'm happy to do it and if we can marry everything together as one then it's it's a win 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 all the way around right well, well um, that, that's the other thing like we appreciate the help that we've received from you and like you said guidance wise and with this event and you you're involved with it but involved with it as a friendship thing because the, the work you do for the society and everything, that's 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 great. But you and I have chatted outside of work-wise, outside of me printing and outside mm -hmm. of you sitting behind that mic that you're at. And we've talked heart to heart about the event and yep. your passion behind what you do shows and the results that you do when events happen too. So oh, God bless you. you, you put it through. No, I, I'm going to be honest with you guys right here on the show. Like when we were doing the stuff for you guys back in 2013, I was mm -hmm. going to pull my hair out because it was it was like a ton 
of it was just everything at all at once right and and yeah. i said like i will never organize events again and here i am right in 22 never say never but you know it's a, it's a lot different right i you know yeah. i've gotten hopefully a little wiser um and we i do have you know we have support we have structures in place and Right. You know, it's there's no secret to doing incredible stuff. It's again, it's finding people who are passionate and that you trust. I mean, trust is implicit, right? right. Um, and having those open lines of conversation, right? And just saying, this is what I'm good at, and this is what I think I can do, and this is what you're good at, and I'm not going to poop on your parade. You know what I mean? And you're not going to poop on mine, and we're going to dance and make it look good, right. and work. that's it. Everybody, everybody eats well, right, at the table. Yep. Um, yeah. Tina says, Hey, Glenn and Kim, smiley face, kissy emoji. Tina, <laughs> Tina Patterson. <laughs> so there Jesus you go. Yeah. <laughs> Tina, you should have came for a beer. No. <laughs> Do a live, like just a live studio audience, right? <laughs> <Front door now. laughs> She's banging. Let me in. Exactly. Drink. I'm here. <laughs> I'm drink. Um, no, it's going to be good. And I, uh, you know, you're just, I, it's funny how life works out sometimes, right? Like I just, yeah. uh, you know, I know we ran into you guys. Um, I mean, this is this seems like so long ago, but when you guys were involved with the um, uh, bridal bot way back when. Thank you. I was trying to remember the word, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it was 2015, 2016. Um, I, I judge time of when I decided to get rid of the Kramer haircut and my wife. It was actually three weeks before the wedding, right? I used to have the Kramer hair, right? Yeah. Like you would do the yeah. Filipino Kramer. And then I remember my wife said, like, Carrie's like, before we got married, she's like, did you want to go do something about your hair before we get hitched or what? So I was like, and this could have went two ways of Sunday, right? I went to like, I went to this barber and I'm like, Hey, can you give me that cool part thing that the kids got make me? And, uh, and it, now my hair is getting thinner and flatter, but um, it back then and it, it turned out really well, but it like de-aged me by five years, I think. But it was like funny. Like I put all this stuff in my hair and I'd be like, yeah, giddy up. Right. <laughs> That's why I just do this now, but <laughs> That's okay. You just, shave it down and you're good man that's yeah. it because <laughs> if i let this grow it'd be like it'd look like i got a piece of cotton on my head it's all white it's okay like, it's just it's scared. Missing a bit. yeah and it's missing, it's missing a, bit. a bit yeah that's like me i'm starting to thin out back here too right and i'm getting more gray here and anyways uh, it's age it's wisdom it's good i guess tina says hey i missed out <laughs> yeah and uh chris says i remember those days yeah i just it's a different it's funny you look back at photos and stuff and it's like man that was even like the last couple of years it's just like all the changes people have gone through and it's you know i don't know it's it seems like it's a lot longer ago it's been 19 months i think 19 months and counting since the pandemic hit but yeah you know yeah. it's a different world but you guys are okay everything is doing like you seem everything is good you know we're we're busy enough yeah, we're we're busy enough is the word to put it. We we don't want to be crazy busy. We 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 do well business wise to keep us happy. Yes. And if we go too overboard, then we don't enjoy it, and we don't want to be at that point. Like we enjoy doing this, yeah. putting events together doing stuff like this for the community and crap like that. But when we're like, we have been swamped with signs, signs, shirts, signs, shirts, signs, then it's a job. Then it's like, we don't enjoy it. You lose your creativity and your enjoyment of what you're doing when it's 
just too much. It's to the point that you can't sit down and think, okay, this is what I'm going to do and it's going to be great. Yeah. You're just like in a rut. You tend to lose doing, on how to fill yeah. your own cup. <laughs> you know, what's going to make yourself happy when you just work and work, 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 work. Sure, I'll go out and buy another laptop, but that's not going to make me happier. Take the time, take the breath back. That's how Bugsy's Workshop came about. Yeah. I was making dog treats for R3 and giving them to people to try. And everybody kept saying, you, you got to sell these. You got to sell these. I was like, nah, then it becomes a job. And then one day it just clicked. And I was like, you know what? I get a lot back from making these dog treats. Yeah, sure. So I'm just going to make it something that I do. And dogs really don't complain to you if they're not happy with the treat. They just walk away. They have nothing to say. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Or they just drop it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I, you know, speaking of dogs, um, and, and Bugsy's Bark Shop, by the way, you can find them on Facebook, uh, highly recommended. Uh, we're looking very much forward to working with Kim and Bugsy's Bark Shop uh, as 2022 opens up for the Humane Society perspective. So uh, I certainly want people, if you have dogs, check out these treats because they're pretty awesome. Um, check it out on Facebook uh, as well. Chris says, hey, you know what, my, my dog, totally, he's picky, 100%. Oh yeah, um, I've heard Diesel's picky, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> That's his dog's name, Diesel. 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 <laughs> Diesel's yeah. slightly bigger than Oliver, and you've seen Oliver in his six pounds. Oh, I love your. I love. I love all the dogs, right? I love Oliver. Oh, you know how many calls are here that everybody that comes over, Oliver? Can I take him with me? Can I take yeah. him? Yeah, he's yeah. just like a small, and I I love Cash, and I love Bugs because Bugs is the OG, right? He's the yeah. original gangster, right? But. Uh, no, Oliver's such a good dog. Like they're all great dogs, but I mean, he just comes up, snuggles with him, and yeah, he'll just lay on you and chill. Such a good dog. The three of them have such different personalities. Yeah. Oh, for sure, right? They're like they all have their own. Like Bugsy's sort of. I see him as more like the ringleader. Like what I say, say goes right. And Oliver's a little. Yeah, Oliver is. Is, the, is the ringleader, right? Oliver runs the show. Yeah. Oh come 100%. on, smallest guy and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oliver will jump up on Bugsy's little couch in the shop. If Bugsy's down, Oliver will jump up on a little couch. Bugsy will sit there and look at him, and won't we'll won't jump up, won't up. go near him until he's down, and then Bugsy will jump back up. <laughs> Tough dog, man. Yep. Oliver runs the show. Yep. That's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Don says Cash is a jerk. He kind of is. He's a typical <laughs> Frenchie. <laughs> I like him. He's a good dog. Wait, but he doesn't listen. Do you notice a trend there? Don's calling everybody a jerk. <laughs> That's typical Don for you, though. <laughs> hey, Mama Greenwood in the comments, she goes, we love you guys anyways. We love you, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I've got, got stuff on the go, which is good. You know, you guys are rocking at Hag Customs. Um, you guys are doing some pretty incredible work. I know you helped us out with our golf tournament, which is huge. Um, we were able to provide some swag, which... Uh, thanks to you, our golf tournament was our first one we've ever done under our banner, and uh, close to forty thousand dollars raised. Uh, very, I've got eight. I've got eight teams already booked for twenty twenty two. Oh, cool! Um, yeah, it's we're going to continue to grow it. So thank you guys again for supporting it, and uh, you know that looking to get you guys more involved too for twenty twenty two and beyond, right? And try to build that into our fundraising uh, schedule. Um, hey, Don, with the comment for Glenn, you're the biggest. I know I am. Oh, she's still not a jerk, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Oh, God. Um, if you're just joining us here uh, on the show, we are talking to Glenn and Kim Greenwood uh, from Hag Customs, also part of GL Heritage Brewery. They're located on Howard Avenue, just before the White Church. That is going to be the scene of the must-attend Halloween event here in Windsor-Essex coming up this Devil's Night on the 30th from 5 until 9. It is the Devil's Masquerade, and it is going to be an extravaganza like no other in the sense that it's for kids, dogs, cats, and adults too, with yep. uh, every single one of the proceed uh, ticket proceeds will go towards the Windsor-Essex County Humane Society. So you'll be helping to give animals a second chance. Uh, one thing that folks may not know about the society, and I know I told you guys about, is one of the mandates our executive director has, Melanie Coulter, for our uh, staff and our location and the services we provide is to do a sort of a two-pronged approach, um, taking a lot of the services that we offer through our veterinary side and offering it to folks who have been impacted financially due to COVID. Right. Um, I think that's huge, right? Because I think when people are struggling to put, keep the lights on, keep food on the table, uh, worrying about the health of their pets should not also be a worry that they need to worry about. So we've offered um, a number of low-cost wellness clinics for folks who are struggling. And those have been really well attended. And we've also did some outreach in terms of the drive-through microchip clinics. So we did one at Devonshire Mall in July, which we had about 400 cars. And we did one in the town of Leamington about uh, earlier this month. Yeah, and we got about uh, 115 cars and actually quite a bit of Spanish-speaking uh, residents, which was fantastic to see. And we did have a translator, one of my contacts in the Spanish community, come out and help us out too. So all of those really great initiatives and outreach are funded because of events like yours and donations that we get from the public. Because a lot of people say, are you guys government funded? You're government funded. No. We rely solely on the corporate donations. We rely on fundraisers. We rely on the generosity of animal lovers like yourself. So um, it's crew to move forward into the future to continue to engage the community and talk to folks like yourself about what do you guys love to do? How can we be a part of it if it makes sense? And um, how can we assist, right? So I think that's going to be huge for this weekend. I, I, I actually said to somebody today, I go, I just know how much passion you have in this, Glenn. And when you fire up the fog machines and the lasers and all that kind of stuff, I think people are going to, I'm, I'm hoping people are walking and like, holy crap, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, this is a cool event. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing that we we're saying at the beginning of all this, the visual aspect, the feel, the sounds, the smells, because it's October, crisp fall air, seeing costumes. And it's just it's just, people get it. If you get it, you get it. If you don't get it, wait for Christmas, I guess. <laughs> that's right. Just around the corner, man. Like, my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> but um Okay, Dawn, one last comment here before we wrap it up. She goes, but I love you, Glenn. I love you too, jerk. <laughs> uh, any parting words before we wrap it up here, my friends? I mean, you guys, I've kept you long enough. I know we're coming up on a buck 15 yeah, here on the show. We gotta but get, We got to get back to the boys. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys got to continue doing what you're doing. But parting sure. comments, like anything? I just want to make sure that JL Heritage and the owners know how important or how thankful we are that they let us use their facility for a fundraiser like this. Yes. And the fact that she's letting us be here tonight to do this with you is amazing. I mean, they don't have to do any of it, but there's so much about community and so helpful that it's just been an amazing relationship to build. Yeah. And these guys have been, we've been friends with these guys for geez, since high school. Oh, come on, come here. 
Come here. She's hiding. She's hiding. She's watching it in the back, but she won't come out. She's so saying, I'm not coming out. I'll get her on another. I'll get her on another show. You know, when yes. here's the so, thing. Yeah. When you launch the 22 farmers market season, Jen, let's talk about doing some stuff. Right? Yeah. Let's get you on here. How's that? Done and done. She's like, maybe we, we'll see. Okay, I can look at she, she just closed the door again. Yeah. But yeah, we've known each other since like high school days. Like her, her husband, Dwayne, Greg. We I've known the family for years, and they're they're family to us. Yeah. Then them opening up their doors here for us to do this is like them opening up their doors at their house that's how close it is to their heart so we yeah we really appreciate the support and the backing that they've given yeah. us to be able to do this let alone coming here on a friday night if there's no event and we're not doing anything coming here on a friday night still she you know she's like no no she'll bring out some pizza for you like they treat you like family that's awesome yeah that's awesome and it's just like i said you know this region this city this area how I firmly believe, not to sound like a politician, but I'm going to throw it out there. God, there's so much negative crap online and so much negativity in the world today. And I'm not saying stick your head up and block everything out with sunshines and lollipops. I'm not saying that. I am saying how we make it through in the next five to ten years as a, as a society and as, as humans to each other is we rely on people and we have faith in people and we, we hope to God people come from a good place. And uh, I think when you find people like yourself and like Jen at, at GL, uh, I know from a personal standpoint and a professional standpoint in my position at the society, it's like, let's make, just make it happen, right? Make it happen, Captain, um, and, and support each other. I think that's where a lot of the positivity comes from. So, yeah, And the key word you said there was hope. You hope yeah. that people are receptive. You hope that people are responsive. You hope that people will give you the same that you're giving them. And that's all you can do is hope that they do. If they don't, we're still going to give it to the next person anyways. Yep. And Tina sums it up best. She says, amen. So, I amen. mean, I, I, Carrie usually kind of rides me a bit and she says, oh, don't get too preachy. And I said, I, I just, I've done a lot. I've, I've, I've encountered a lot. I've done, I've, I've been the recipient of a lot. And I just, you know, I know how I want to spend the rest of my life. And that's, you know, trying to be a force of good, whatever that looks like. So, I thought you said it would have been playing Xbox. Well, that too. <laughs> That's why I always play the good guys on Xbox. I'm going to go play exactly. right now as soon as we're done. Fire up the Xbox, play there some back for blood. That's it. No. Uh, God bless you guys. You guys are great people. I'm proud to call you a friend, uh, both of you. And uh, thank you again for be supporting the animals in need. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I think if the world had much more of you folks, we'd be in a better position. So God bless you. Well, thank we love you. you, brother, and we appreciate this. Thank you. My pleasure. So uh, drive safely. We'll see you on Saturday. And we should say one more time to folks, get your tickets. God, oh. please get your tickets now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Get them now. The Eventbrite. Glenn and Kim, thank you so much. We'll see you Saturday. Glenn and Kim Greenwood from Hag Customs from Great Lakes uh, GL Heritage Brewery located uh, on Howard Avenue just before the White Church. Uh, the site of the Devil's Masquerade, which is coming up this Saturday for the Humane Society. So uh, we appreciate everybody joining us on the show today. All the comments coming in the live stream too, we appreciate those. And the chat that goes back and forth, uh, Chris saying, have a great night, Kim, Glenn, and Arms. Thank you, Chris, for watching the program as well. So folks, we hope you enjoyed this edition of the project. We're back in the month of November, believe it or not, that's next month. Uh, uh, Alexandria Fisher from 
Uh, the good folks over at Family Respite will be John, the program with us to talk a little bit about the Saltz Family Respite home. And don't forget that we are continuing to ask you to be a part of the conversation here on the show. If you'd like to connect with over 3,500 people weekly, that's how much people we reach each episode and being a part of positive news and conversation. We get about 17,000 people viewing and interacting with our content monthly. Then we want you to be a part of positive news and change. You can sponsor the Arms Boom and Lag Project. We do have some sponsorships still available here on the show. And uh, you can contact me directly to see how that would work for you and your organization, because we'd love to have you a part of this particular program. And then we're also looking for you to provide some fantastic photos. We are looking for those photographers to send me your photo snapshots, and you can share those with me. You can tag me at Arms Boom and Lag, and we feature those on my local forecast seven days a week here on social media. So that's going to do it for this edition of the show, episode 34 next week. Thank you so much for watching and don't forget to listen to the podcast on Spotify or watch the re-roll on YouTube. Take care.